0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business.
1: Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys with me and excited to have our guest today. So you guys know all this month on the podcast, we are talking about things I wish as a new realtor And so getting that started, I had to have my friend Jeanette Schaefer on, and she'll be here with us twice this month, actually. She'll be on today, and then she'll actually, she's coming back in a couple weeks as well. So it's going to be awesome. But Jeanette is an amazing realtor in the Pittsburgh PA area with Realty One Group out there, and she has been crushing it. I did coaching with Jeanette for a while, and now she's in the membership as well. And she's been a huge asset to what I'm doing. So first of all, Jeanette, welcome to the show. And just thanks so much for being a part of the membership and everything you bring to the group. We really appreciate you very much.
0: Oh, well, thank you. So I know the group has really helped me out uh, with my real estate career, so I'm happy to be here.
1: Oh, well, good. So so Jeanette, right, I basically told you this was the prompt and we're going to let you go. And you kind of gave me a little bit of uh, like, you know, briefly. So Jeanette, what you did differently was basically jumping right into the deep end. And, you know, you had your first closing 45 days after being licensed, which is insane. And I'm so impressed because it took <laughs> me nine months. But just kind of talk to us about what you did at the beginning that new realtors need to know.
0: Sure. I think... What's common when anyone is learning a new skill or vocation, and this was certainly true of me in my former life as a banker, is you feel like you want to really know what you're doing before you really jump in there and do it. And I think that's especially common of women. I've read some interesting data on Men want to feel like they have 25% mastery before they jump into something. And women feel like they want to have 75 to 80% mastery before they jump into something. And so one thing I'm very grateful to um, my male cohort when I was a banker was I had several really good colleagues who took an interest in me and encouraged me to jump into the deep end of the pool and to try things even before I felt I was ready. And invariably, it always gave me an opportunity to rise to the task. Mm -hmm. And so I learned that time and time again in my banking career. And after 22 years, I was no longer afraid of taking risk. I was always the first one to put on my bathing suit as it were, and jump into the deep end. (laughs) And so when I got my real estate license, I was like, okay, this is new. This is scary. I did the same thing for almost 23 years. And now I'm a newbie at this. And um, experience in banking taught me that the best way to learn something is to start trying to do it. So I got my license June 15th, my first listing on June 21st (laughs) and my first closing 45 days after I got my license. And it was um,
1: first of all, let's pause. Like you should give yourself a round of applause because that's just insane. (laughs) So we will I won't ruin the audio for everyone. But this is I'm I'm clapping for Jeanette and she sees it, even though I won't ruin the audio in everyone's ears. But congratulations, (laughs) because that's impressive and that's really cool.
0: And it was a $90,000 house, 80 miles away from where I lived. And I did not care. I wanted to, that was my first opportunity. So I was taking it. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, the buyer was a USDA loan. So it was super complicated, (laughs) or at least it felt that way. Now USDA uh, no longer scares me, but I was like, oh, why could not this have been conventional or FHA? I knew how to do that from my years as a lender, but um, I had never done a USDA loan because I'd always worked in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh doesn't qualify for USDA because it's not a rural area. So I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness, I wanted to jump in the deep end while I am in the deep end. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, and I think the biggest mistake um, we can make when we're learning something new Is, yeah, waiting until we know what we're doing because there's so much we lose in terms of our education, in terms of what we learned to pass the real estate exams. We lose so much waiting for that magic moment to feel like, okay, now I've read this thing or I've done that thing. So now, ding, magically Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing.
1: Well, and I think what I love about what you're saying, too, is, you know, while you were talking, I was Googling, there's a quote, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what exactly is it? I don't want to mess it up. But the quote is, experience is the best teacher. And that's sort of like what you kind of ran with that you're going to learn, you know, often, right? And you know, right, me and Madison have started the team. We were even on a call this morning with them, encouraging them, like, don't stress that you're going to mess something up. It's very hard to mess something up like you would have to like really screw something up. I mean, if you make an offer and the house is 300,000 and you accidentally write that your offer is 400,000 and it's no contingencies and you, well, yeah, that's a mistake. But this is why there's people on the back end at every brokerage that review paperwork, et cetera. I love that you just kind of went for it and sort of were willing to like fail to to learn. Um, mm-hmm. is, is that right?
0: Oh yeah. And and I definitely made my share of mistakes. Like I didn't realize on the 14th page that there was this line where you could write extra stuff. <laughs> and um, so I ended up having to pay for um, my seller's home warranty out of my commission because I didn't tell them it was there. They were really upset. I wanted them to use me in the future and they did. And So I'm like, okay, so that was a $750 lesson. Mm -hmm. Not super fun, but you know what? I check page 14 every time now.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny. (laughs) Normally when I talk to people, I'm like, I don't know the documents. Well, because we're both in PA, I do. So I totally know what you're saying about like other Mm -hmm. contingencies or everything else on the last page. So, you know, Jeanette, something else that you really did is you said to me, as we briefly discussed this, you're like, I went into everything and I was purposeful. I had a schedule for myself. So there was something that you did. So you had showings every single week. Mm-hmm. And I think this is impressive. If you didn't have a showing scheduled, what did you do? Because I think this is really cool for new agents <laughs> to hear.
0: Oh, sure. Well, well, like you said, I'm glad that you you brought that up because I almost forgot I had come from the nine to five world. I was Mm -hmm. used to someone else sort of dictating parts of my day. And there was, um, well, especially in banking, like there are certain things that have to happen at certain times every single week. So um, there's not a lot of autonomy with your schedule. And so I was like, okay, I've, I've been used to something else dictating what I'm doing for most of my career. So now I have to do that for myself. So I went back to the block schedule system that I was used to in banking. And I was like, okay, from here to here, I'm going to do this. From here to here, I'm going to do this. And I would make my own schedule. And one of the things I did was early on, I had a goal set for myself that I was going to do a minimum of five showings a week. And if I didn't have enough clients to do five showings a week, Then I would go online and look for vacant properties where it said, go and show. And I would purposely do it in the morning at non-popular times, you know, because I didn't want to cramp the listing agent's style, obviously, but nobody wants to do a showing at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. So I would typically do a showing at nine in the morning and I would just show the property to myself and I would... You know, walk around. You know, kind of showed myself how to use the lock boxes and and um, walked around the house. And what would I say if I had a buyer with me right now? What are some problem areas I would point out? Um, what are some strengths of the property that I would try and highlight? And it got me in the mindset of I'm someone who shows houses. I'm someone who has clients. I know what I'm going to say when I have that client with me. And what's ironic is many of those houses that I showed to myself, there were several that I ended up selling to future buyers because I would be, they would say, we're looking to downsize. We're just looking for like a two bedroom, one bath house. We like these neighborhoods. You know, we're looking for a ranch because we're getting older. And I would say, you know what? I showed that exact house last week and it's still on the market. Let me forward it to you right now. Do you want to go see it? And it helped me get familiar with neighborhoods that I didn't frequent. And um, it helped me know what was out there on the market. And it it helped me locate search. Per, you know, there's different search parameters you can do on the MLS. And I learned that through doing showings. And um, now, of course, if I had a buyer in front of me and they said and I said, oh, I showed that. House just like that last week. No, I didn't say I, sh- I showed it to myself. Showed <laughs> it to myself, guys. <laughs> but yeah, that was, I'm not sure what made me decide to start doing mm-hmm. that, but I wanted the practice. So, and now my broker takes that information to new agents and says, hey, go talk to Jeanette. When she was mm-hmm. starting out, she showed five houses a week. And if she didn't have enough buyers, she'd show them to herself. And this is what she would do when she would walk through a house. So talk to her about that. And that's something you should try, too.
1: Yeah, I love it. And it's, again, I think real estate so much in this series here in September for realtors, especially new realtors, is think outside the box. Well, guess what? You know how to think outside the box. Jumping right into the deep end is thinking outside the box. I had never heard that stat, Jeanette, that men want to have 25% mastery women want to have 75%. So that's interesting for the female listeners too. to to remind themselves, Mm -hmm. I need to stop that mindset of thinking that I have to have it all together before I get started. So I love that. I love the jumping into the deep end. And I love the commitment to be purposeful, have, you know, five showings a week. And if I didn't have, you know, the going shows, show them like if I didn't have enough buyers, show them to myself. So very impressive stuff like I said guys I do joke with Jeanette sometimes because and I know I've I know I've taught her things but I often say to Jeanette like what are you learning from me you're crushing it you need to teach me everything <laughs> but yeah you've been a great friend and and uh I'm impressed by what you're doing and so thank you so much for just I think you're kind of setting a new standard for what to do when you get into real estate like stop stop being scared stop worrying about what people think and just go do it Yeah. And I know you're going to come back in a few weeks and kind of talk about like the ins and outs of networking. So I'm excited for you to come back then. But, uh, you know, before we close out, let's wrap it up and just kind of tell people obviously you're crushing it out there in Pittsburgh. You have a team. And so I'm sure there's people out there. They'd, you know, maybe you'd love to connect with agents out there if they're interested. Or even if they're looking to buy or sell and listening to this and you're in the Pittsburgh area, whether it's agents or clients, what's a good way for people to connect with you?
0: Sure. Um, Feel free to call me. I have my cell phone with me wherever I go and my number is 412-335-0978.
1: Awesome, Jeanette. Well, we appreciate you so much. Thanks so much. Thanks for being a part of the membership, but you're an awesome asset to the community. Thanks for being inspiring. And just, you know, I know you help people. Guys, what you need to know, Jeanette's humble. You're crushing it to the point, you know, you're being humble. Three months in, Sherry, your broker was having you teach classes. And so I even think for new realtors out there, you're probably not getting asked to teach classes three months in. Well, Jeanette was by Sherry because of the great work she was doing. So go out, jump into the deep end, schedule those showings, you know, be willing to kind of be vulnerable and put yourself out there. Jeanette's done it and she is crushing it. So Jeanette, thanks so much for being our guest today. I appreciate you so much. And really, I know the agents are really going to love what you shared with them today. Thank you. Talk to you soon.